Hello once again, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to the latest episode of Kanja. This week, Alexa and I are going to do a review on a show that she attended this past weekend in Biloxi. And then we're going to go over some canceled cons. So I hope you enjoy the show. And if you don't, well, we'll try again next week. So let's uh, let's get right into this one this week. And we uh, you 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 were busy this weekend. I was. I was really busy this weekend. What's, actually, uh, what was the name of the show? And uh, you know, give us the four and the one and the one. I, I will give you all of the ones all and right. one of the fours. Beggars can't um, be choosers. So I know, I know. Um, so I was at the the Biloxi Wholesale Gift Show. Now, this is not a Comic Con. Um, it is the furthest thing from a Comic-Con that you could have. Um, so, we, you know, we've talked a lot about how some of us are going to weather this storm and, you know, diversifying yourself and thinking outside the box. So um, a few months ago, I really started brainstorming some ideas that I had had, you know, previously about, oh, let me do this. Let me do that. Let me you know, let me, let me see if I can, you know, expand the business this way or that way. And, um, you know, I've created an entire line of products that are not Comic-Con products. Um, you know, it's still all glassware, but they're, they're items that I've created that I, you know, own, own the licenses to if I haven't created them and, you know, I, I have the rights to sell them. So this was a show for, owners of stores. So, you know, if Betty Sue, who owns Betty Sue's Boutique, um, you know, needs products for, you know, the, the third and fourth quarter, this is the show that Betty Sue goes to. She, you know, she buys the products for her store and, you know, that's, that's what she has. Um, the, the show, you know, has been running, I think they said 26 years, which is an insanely long time for, you know, uh, a show and why uh, have, of any and why sort. Have we never heard of this. <laughs> well, it's because it's a no, wholesale know, show. It's it's not as you would think it would creep. You know, it, would, it would. I would think it would creep at some point into our uh, into our consciousness consciousness at some point. But right. Well, but you know, I started looking into wholesale shows, and you know, th- that's a whole other part of this discussion. But I started looking at wholesale shows, and there's so many wholesale shows out there it's it's honestly it's kind of overwhelming um you know it's in a a good way feels like there's almost in in a good way um you know but the the wholesale world has been been hit just like the comic-con world has you know there's so many events that have been canceled um this event was one of only a handful that are happening in the last part of the year. So, you know, I expected a pretty big crowd. Um, but what I got was a little different. Okay. Ex- please explain. Continue, if you will. <laughs> I will. I'm not, I'm going to just talk. I'm just going to listen. Let you not. Yeah, I'm tired of talking. Uh, I'll, I'll leave you in for some, uh, some of them there questions. Uh, you know, this show, I, what I was prepared for and what, uh, what the person who, was my sales rep had told me 
was that, you know, this is a show where buyers from, you know, companies where, you know, they have multiple stores, um, you know, buyers for the, uh, the casinos that are down there on the Gold Coast, buyers for, you know, the, the small boutiques and the large stores alike would be coming to this show. Um, you know, they told me they have about 1,500 to 2,000. I, I expected between 12 and 1,500 people, um, you know, with how everything has, uh, has went. Um, then I found out that there were three, I think, wholesale shows that were canceled. One in, uh, um, one in the Chicago area, one in Vegas. Wow. One what in is California. that noise? Are you riding through a rock? That is a rock show. I am riding through. I'm riding through a quarry yeah, right I can now. See it. I'm riding right along, and you know, Is Fred Flintstone I, uh, too. I figured. <laughs> I, I, you know, I was actually picking up Fred for uh, for for drinks. Um, smart ass. Um, that is the uh, the the sound of displays in the back of the the van. Oh. Um, yeah. So, um, you know. We, we probably got a thousand people at the show. So I was a little disappointed at the turnout um, simply because the, the booth is, the booth is affordable in the Comic-Con world. The booth is a little pricey for the turnout and the return on investment. Um, I was not prepared for what this show was you know i'm used to i'm a retailer you know this is what i do i've never done a market as a vendor you know as a as a supplier if you will i've, I've never done that so you know when i when i walked into this I, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to set it up like a retail spot. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to look like I do at a Comic-Con. I'm going to, you know, dumb it down a little bit because I don't have as much product. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make these things happen. And boom, shakalaka, this is what my booth is going to look like. But Ryan, I got to tell you, had I known then what I know now, I would not have done that. Oh, so I just want to make sure I'm clear. So this is a show for... I know you used Peggy Sue, even though she got married, but um, is the show for like a, a Best Buy, you know, for example, I, I think there's Best Buys all over, right? I don't know. But anyway, so it's yeah, like a Best so... Buy or whatever is coming in looking for stuff to sell, but obviously not at that, that level. It's really more of, like you were saying, a mom and pop store or something, something smaller, right. not quite franchised, I guess, right? Just they're, they're coming right. in, maybe that looking long... for glasses to sell at their store and they'll go, hey. Alexa, we'd like to buy, you know, 10 or a thousand or whatever. And then with, right. with the potential so, of, Hey, we sold out of those. Now we want some more. And then you, that's, I mean, that's the goal, right? I guess it's just to get, to get resales. Right. So the, the, the basic goal is to, to make the connections and, you know, establish some, some stores that you sell your products in and, you know, eventually grow that number so that you have a, a solid, steady wholesale business where those businesses are doing reorders where those businesses are, you know, they're, you know, they're, they've created a good relationship with you to where both of you, you know, both of you can profit off the relationship. Right, right. Um, and it's hopefully long-term in terms of, 
um, reorders and things like that. It's just it's not a one-time thing. Right. Hopefully, right. Right. Which uh, is which is you in know, my it, opinion the best possible outcome if for you know because I mean we go to a show obviously we're selling to someone and yeah we we hope they'll go on our Etsy or on our online store. But this one, you know, you already have that connection with them. So they're, you know, in theory, they should technically just be coming directly back to you. Yeah. Right. And that's, you know, that, yeah, that's a big thing. You know, uh, the, the return sales, the return orders on these are, are the kind of the investment part of it. And it's, you know, it's, it's a long-term gamble that you hope right. pays off. So, uh, you know, I'll kind of get into like the load in and everything else. I, I got to tell you, I love doing wholesale. After one show? You take, <laughs> oh yeah. You take one of everything you got, you know, everything that you're offering and you take Oh, that's device. true because how often are they saying, give me 20 of them right now? You just got to show, you, right. yeah, it's they really, don't. everything's display only. Right. And, you know, some of these, some of these places you do a cash and carry, which is, you know, you take product to sell right then and there. Um, but I will never, ever do that unless I get to a point where I'm like, oh my God, I've got to get rid right. of some of this stock right. that I've made. You know, I, I had somebody cancel their order and I've got, you know, 500, um, you know, 500 of these, these wine glasses that I've made. Let me do some cash and carry and get right. it out of here. Um, you know, today I was contacted for a cash and carry show in Atlanta and I'm, I'm thinking about doing it because it's in, I want to say either October or November. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking supply lines are already jacked up. You know, there's, if you, if you've walked through some of the stores that are already putting out Halloween, there's huge holes where, you know, they'd planned on buying something and that item is right. there now. So, um, you know, I think, think there's going to be some opportunities come later on with, uh, you know, with some of these stores. Um, uh, but that's, that's a whole nother bridge to cross. Um, the load in was great though. I, Ryan, I got to tell you, I had the van unloaded. They let me pull in. So you pulled into the, uh, to the building. They, um, they gave you a cart and you unloaded. It took me 20 minutes to pull in unload the van, offload the stuff onto the, uh, you know, into the booth area and pull the van back oh, out. Wow. If any of you know me, I'm usually an hour and a half to unload minimum. I was able to set up in about three hours and that was setting up a booth that I'd never set up, you know, a style that I'd never set up before. I was cutting shelf liners I was cutting, um, you know, cutting signage down to make sure that it fit right. Um, I was doing a lot of different stuff, and I was still able to to get done in a few hours. Um, set up that day was from eight until five. Um, I got there at eleven o'clock, and I was out, like out and done by four o'clock. Wow, that sounds like a that sounds yeah. like a win right there. Just that part alone, because it was it was huge. I I know how long your setup is to uh, to set up and break down. Right. Um, it took me from I I didn't start breaking down until about twenty minutes after close because I had somebody at the booth, and you know the the breakdown took me two hours, and the only reason why it took me two hours was because I was taking my time. 
And that was two hours. Like I rolled out at four o'clock after pulling my van in and loading, like loading the last remaining stuff. Like I literally took my time. I, I was at that point where I'm like, Oh, I don't care. I'm just doing yeah. the thing. And so it was, uh, it was nice. I'm not going to able to, uh, it was nice to be able to, to get done so quick. No, that sounds, that sounds awesome. So then how was it overall in terms of the people that, I mean, I, I guess in related to a normal con, I mean, you you said there was like about a thousand people was, was right. all, you know, were all of those people stopping by? Were they, did they stop by and chat or is it really, they just look, they chat amongst themselves and they just kind of decide, you know, almost like a boardroom, you know, yeah, I'll buy. No, I'm not going to buy. Like you have to sell them or right. is it really just everything's on display and they just decide whether, you know, what they want is based on looks. It's a whole lot of everything. Um, you know, I, I was probably the youngest vendor in the room. Um, this was not a, uh, this was not a young person. Right. Um, this, was a, this was a market for an older crowd that, you know, they they were looking for kitschy Mississippi State Uh-oh. t-shirts and Mississippi oh, pillows and you know um, you know Biloxi novelty stuff and while I make that kind of stuff I think a little bit of it was that I was the youngest person in the room and you know other part of it was they've never seen me before. And then the last part of it was something that I'm insanely embarrassed to admit. <laughs> um, but my display did not, it did not attract people. It did not look like it could So have. explain that because obviously your, your display in regular cons is, you know, obviously I, I always thought it was pretty good, but how is this one different? Like, why is this one different and how, <laughs> what did you well, have to do differently? You know, it, there's a ton of major differences, you know, at Comic Cons, my stuff is in your face. It's you know I've got this corner set up. I've got you know glasses that are that wrap around on tiered shelves, and you know just the sheer quantity is what makes you stop and look. And if I would have had that kind of quantity, like that kind of like idea for this show, then I would have you know I probably would have you know, would have done okay. But instead I took away those tables and all I had were the things that wrapped around the, uh, you know, the, the back corner of the booth. And, you know, looking back on that, I, I should have had stuff out in your face in front because it was so easy for people to walk by me and not even pay attention because the lighting in this place was terrible. It was, it was some of the worst convention center lighting I had ever come across um i was lucky enough to be right in the middle of a dead spot where um the closest lights were a minimum of 15 feet away on any side so my booth was really dark you know which makes it makes it a little tough to see the glassware let's be honest yeah yeah um so, you know, that, 
So do you think that, that, that a, you think that impacted sales? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, it was easy for people to walk by my booth. I can't tell you how many times people walked through my booth, not even realizing that I was a booth. Oh, that's no bueno. Right. <laughs> even though I was standing there, like it was, uh, it was a pretty interesting thing. So, you know, it's, it's made me, it's made me go back and look and say, okay, you know, I, I got to make some adjustments. I got to do something different. You know, I need something that says, come in and look what I've got. Yeah. So how was it in terms of then the buyers? I mean, I mean, were they, were they, yeah, I guess ultimately the big question is, were they buying, you know, you know, and how is they, it, how is it different than what we're used to? I mean, obviously well, not I mean, onesie twosies. I know that. And I come up and saying, I want one right. glass or two. It was, uh, Oh, trust me. I had some of those people. Um, the, the crazy thing is, you know, the, the buyers were interesting. Um, I, I think they came into it with an idea of these are the things that I want. And this is all that I want. They had a set budget and they, they weren't really deviating from you know, from what, uh, what they had. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, a lot of them were laser focused on the vendors that they'd seen before. Right. And you could tell that you could tell the vendors that had been there before, like there was a vendor across from me that sold pillows and they, uh, you know, they do, um, you know, they do some, some really, kitschy that's the best word i know to use chachi um um throw pillows you know, there were people that were there on friday and it like it made me sick to my stomach because they had they had a wait to place orders wrapped around their booth okay. like they were so busy that first day i was just like Holy crap, I yeah. need to sell pillows. <laughs> you know, the person across from me was doing these really cute um there's handmade pottery with um um candles poured into them. And when the candles are gone, the uh the pottery is dishwasher, freezer, microwave safe. So I thought I thought that was really cool. Like it was a it was a very novel thing. Like you can you can eat your cereal out of your out of your little <laughs> right. unique pottery dish, um, which I I really, you know I I thought was was really cool. There was you know but there was also a lot of like Chinese jewelry, you know there was a lot of um, you know there was a lady that was selling imported face masks. You know there was um, there were a lot of people that were selling like cooking stuff like um uh, there was a lady i'm i'm a grits person like i love grits and i love shrimp and grits even more and there was a lady that was selling like um they were mixes to like do like special um gourmet you know shrimp and grits or um you know bisque recipes or uh, barbecue sauces stuff like that there was it it felt really if you've ever done a vendor fair, like a local vendor fair where like 
you know, the lady that sells paparazzi jewelry, um, you know, the Tupperware lady, like it, it felt like a lot of reps were there selling, you know, selling the stuff that gotcha. they bought into. It didn't feel like, you know, it didn't so feel it really, it, it really is different in terms of, you know, what's around you in terms of what we also see at normal shows. You're not seeing, obviously there's yes. no art, right? No one's selling art, things like that. Um, there was, there was actually okay. somebody selling art, believe it or not. Um, they were selling, it was this really weird, it was watercolor. So, so Meg, I'm sure would, uh, would, would be like, what? Um, it was watercolor, but it was this weird, like, artsy, not really, like, it's almost like paintings that you would buy at, um, you know, the random home yeah, store on yeah. canvas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was random stuff. It was nice. Like, you could tell that the person was talented. You could, like... You could tell they knew what they were doing, but it was just it was it was a different type of, of art than we're used to. Uh, but oh the buyers. The buyers, man, they I gotta tell you, the the majority of the buyers were over fifty. Oh wow. Um, most of them were, you know, fifty five, sixty years old and they I think they had a hard time approaching new like new edgier concepts which definitely played to my disadvantage because, you know, a lot of what I do is edgy. So um, it, I think that hurt me. I didn't have more of the group <laughs> six to six. Let's do this. Let's do that. Like they, I didn't have a lot right, of that right. kind of stuff. Huh. No, but I, I will say, you know, the one, the one cool thing that they did was they, uh, they sent out an email blast <clears throat> and they they listed all of their all of their vendors and they you know they gave like a, a little synopsis of what they do and um you know they listed a few photos mm-hmm. there was a lady that was at my booth like the second that she walked in the door she said i came straight here because i need to place an order with you and i was yeah, like holy cow you don't even know what to do she's like do you do custom yes i do she gave me this great idea that I'm actually taking to the next wholesale show with me. Um, she gave me a couple of great ideas. Um, she placed a very large order um, because the the glass part maker that she um, that she used to use went out of business. So she has this glass that she sells in her shop. She said it is literally one of my best selling pieces in my store. She said, I want to, you know, I want to get, I want to get it on a wine glass. I want to get it on a whiskey glass. I want to do this on a wine glass. And, you know, this, these are the quantities. I was, I I chose whenever she gave me the quantities. I was like, holy cow, that, that is literally put me in the, the you insist like for the, like, holy cow. So, and that, that's a huge difference between, you know, between doing a comic con and doing you know, doing right. one of these wholesale shows is that, what are you doing, lady? There's a lady just driving down the middle of the road. <laughs> um, one of the difference between Comic-Con and, and these shows is that, you know, you one sale, you know, one sale for us typically is 20 to 40 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, at a Comic-Con. And at these shows, it's, you know, right, a thousand right. bucks. For a so, you know, you only have nine sales 
but you did 12 grand. Like it's, it's insane. The, you know, the, the, I guess the difference in atmosphere yeah. for that. No, definitely. I, I, I could see how that would make sense. Cause they're like, like we were saying earlier, they're not, they're not there to buy one glass or two glasses. They're there to buy, you know, 30. Right. So, right. 30, 50, a hundred. So is it something that you feel that you would do again? Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at, I'm looking at different ways to improve my booth. You know, I, the entire way home, actually all night, Monday night, because this show was weird. Um, also shows aren't just weekend shows. You know, we're used to Comic-Cons being on the weekend because that's where the buyers are there. Um, you know, wholesale shows, um, wholesale shows run anywhere from like Tuesday to Thursday, Tuesday to Saturday, you know, Monday to Sunday. Um, there's, there's one that's a two week long event. Like there's just, there's, it's an insane amount of, you know, of different, um, you know, different time frames. Um, you know, this one was a Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Um, you know, it gives people a chance to, to come down and go to the beach. And that was a big thing. Like you could tell that some of the people were there to buy for their store on Saturday and go to the beach right. on Sunday and Monday, come back or, or go to the beach on Saturday and Sunday and then come by on Monday. Um, which is what one of the, one of the people that purchased from me did. We actually, we talked about it. They were like, yeah, this is like a little vacation <laughs> for us every year. Um, and I was like, okay, go on then. Um, you know, and I, I thought that was, it, it's kind of novel, you know, that, that this one runs like that. Um, but would I do it again? Absolutely. I'm looking at ways to, you know, to improve the booth. Um, I've already, <laughs> you and I have talked about it, actually. I've already worked out a complete redesign on the, the wholesale end of the booth um, that may end up carrying over a little bit to Comic-Cons, depending on how it, how it works out. Because um, I've already been looking at a redesign for my Comic-Con booth. So, you know, I might be able to take some of those elements right. and bring it in. Um, you know, I'm signed up for a show in Dallas in two weeks. And, you know, that show is kind of interesting. It's a Tuesday through Saturday. Um, you know, this show, they, you know, they were expecting X. Um, you know, they didn't get it. The Dallas show historically has 15 to 20,000 people that come through the doors for the, the entire um, week-long event that they have. Um, you know, I figure we'll see about six to 8,000 in the, the temps area. Um, cause they have like a, they have a temps spot where, you know, vendors can purchase a space and come in and do the thing. Um, this one was a much more significant investment than, uh, than the Biloxi show was. So I'm hoping that, uh, you know, you get the, out of it what uh, you put in. the giant, <laughs> what's it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping that, uh, I'm real. What I'm really hoping is that uh, you know I can triple that investment. Because um, if I triple that investment, then I'm a pretty right. happy camper. Um, you know, then I've got I've got orders, and I might have reorders coming in, and that that would be a big deal going forward. So, do you think? Well, one question first. Then, how was it in terms of safety, masks, and all that stuff? You know. The state of Mississippi is kind of weird. Um, everything is open. You know, the only the only thing that's not open are the poker rooms in Biloxi. Um, and I say that 
you know, and it's, it's kind of a, I say it with a chuckle, but it's true. Um, everything is open there. The pools are open. The, um, the buffets are open. I, I went to a buffet and had crab legs the other night, um, which was insane, but they served you the food and they like, they made it to where it's, you know, it's well, not, the, it, it's not the, the ever buffet. important question for the parent in me is, are the schools going to be open? <laughs> When you say everything, you know, um, yeah, they are. Are. everything wow. is open. We're moving to, everything, we're moving to Biloxi, but <laughs> right. So, um, hey, I looked at it. It's uh, it's not yeah, well, if it's good yet. enough for um, Matthew Broderick, in Biloxi Blues. It's good enough for me. It's true. Or Ferris Bueller. It's, yeah. it's true. Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller, baby. So then, my um, other question. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Continue. I didn't answer so, the mask question I'll first. Be, I'll be a little ahead of myself. Um, come on. Simmer down now. Simmer down. Um, no, the uh, the the venue required that to enter. Now, hear my phrasing with this. The venue required that to enter, you either had to have a mask or a face shield. Um, one of the vendors was giving away face shields to vendors to other vendors, and they were selling them for four dollars a piece to anyone else that wanted them. Um. If you decided to take off your face mask after you entered the building, that was your call. Um, I I wasn't real comfortable with that, but there were very few people that were uh, that were taking off their masks whenever they came through the doors. Um, you know the 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 show is run, and this is uh, what's the best way to put this loosely. The show is run by someone. <laughs> who is very, um, very devout in their beliefs. <clears throat> and they, they flat out said, you know, they, they believe that uh, they will be guided on what to do as far as a mask oh, mandate. Interesting um, choice I, of words. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was kind of interesting. Um, I, I didn't quite know how to, how to handle that. Like, I was like, wait, what? Like science, just put on a mask. But most everybody, most everybody was good about it. Most everybody didn't understand social distancing. That was a that was a thing that uh, that I got to tell you, man. Like it was it was tough to get people to take a step back from you. It was tough to get people to like to understand that you're not being rude. You're just trying to keep that distance. Um, because I think in that area, they've been opened up and they've been doing their thing for so long that because Mississippi never really shut down. They had a short shutdown, but they didn't shut right. everything down like the States did. So, you know, they, the casinos closed, but the casinos closed for like, a minute um you know all the hotels were still open people were still coming down going to the beach um it was it was kind of apparently it was kind of wild so you know at the end of it the masks and the, uh, the safety part of it yeah. a little concerning um you know i think if if people are going to be concerned about comic cons they would have been freaking out about this show so uh how was it in terms of the amount of vendors was there a lot of them? You know, it, it, 
there weren't a lot of vendors. There were a couple of spaces where people didn't show up that they had per- they had purchased a booth and they didn't show up. Um, there were only two empty spaces that they did not sell. How many booths were there roughly? Um, I'd say about oh, so there's, ninety. There's okay. I thought you were going to say like thirty. <laughs> no, no, no. If uh, if if I did the sales that I did and there was only thirty vendors there, I would have been really upset. Like I should have been crushing it if there was only thirty vendors. Okay. And then I guess the the last question I have with that is, how would you say this is going to be? Like, is this going to be something that? kind of catches on in our community or is this do you think this is going to be something that just kind of stays separate and you know a few people may dabble in it like could you see us us meaning you know us meaning vendors that we that you see on the reg um do you see that us kind of matriculating into something like that um you know i don't um i think this is something that if you have the ability to be able to you know wholesale a product like if you have something that you create that you can wholesale if you have you know if you have uh items that you are either the 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 producer for or the i guess the middle person that you can wholesale them then yes you know i could see it happening like some of these guys that do uh um you know i'll i'll just say like uh i'm trying to think of like something that's a, a good good example um god these guys that do t-shirts that you know that that right. print t-shirts um i could see them being able to transition their business over to doing it i could also see them being able to put those you know the their designs in some of these stores because it's a very touristy kitschy type thing um but the age group that is buying is not the age group that is going right. to buy that stuff. You know, I'll be back at this show because there is a definite opportunity there. Um, you know, do I think I'll do the January show? Probably not unless I'm bored um, because it's, it's literally the last weekend in January. And unless I'm not doing the show in Vegas that I was planning on doing, then there you go. Um, but, you know, with that being said, um, I, I, I think it's going to be a select amount of vendors that are able to do this. You know, do I, do I see you and Meg being able to do it? Absolutely. I see Meg being able to sell some beautiful original, you know, watercolor art that she's had put on canvas, you know, and sell it, you know, sell it, uh, you know, sell it down there. She could do, you know, the Biloxi lighthouse. She could do, you know, the the Mississippi Gulf coast and watercolors and she'd kill it. Because people would eat that up. But do I see, you know, you know, do I see my buddy who, you know, does, um, you know, does music prints, you know, do I see him being able to do the same thing? No. And I, I, you know, it's not that he's got a bad product. It's that the, the product doesn't translate. I, you know, you could maybe do it, you know, for some stuff, but there wouldn't be as much of a market for it. Do you have any anything else that you want to uh, lay on us in regards to that? Um, you know, I look. You got to start thinking outside the box. 
Um, you know, that's what this was. It was a gamble. It was a gigantic gamble. You know, I developed an entirely new product line in like five days, basically. Um, did all the design work, got all the stuff cut, you know, and made it and got ready for the show. Um, you know, because I, I wanted to try something new. Um, you know, I've got I've got a couple ideas that are that are there that I got to tell you, people are real excited about. Um, you know, I've got um, I've got one of my original ideas in two stores already, and I have a feeling that when I leave this Dallas market, you know, it's going to be a hit there uh, because I'm going to market it differently. But you know, all that being said, you know, it's man. It's just, it, it, it's going outside right. your box. If, if you're scared about shows not happening, jump outside your box, you know, look at something else. See if, there, see if there's something that you can do that, you know, you hadn't thought of yet. I, you know, I thought of wholesale shows. I, I've been thinking of wholesale shows since last year, but I had never had a chance to really get something developed. And, you know, COVID happened. And I, I hate to say it, but it could have been, you know, it could have been a blessing. Like this is, this whole thing has been terrible. Let's, let's not downplay that. You know, it's been, it's, it's practically destroyed our industry, but you know, we're also, we're at a point where, you know, we're at a point where we have to figure out other ways to do our business. And if online isn't working for you, if, you know, if, uh, you know, if your eBay store isn't working, you know, think of other things and that's all I got. Okay. Um, so then let's go ahead and, uh, let's go ahead and end that portion of it and we'll go ahead and pause. For all right. So now we're going to go ahead and do what we, what we like to usually start the shows off with, and that's uh, talk about some canceled cons. It's been a while since we've uh, got gotten into those, and there is um, there is quite a few. We're not going to hit every single one of them. We're just going to hit some of the ones that um, that we can kind of remember because there's been so many. So we'll start out. Yeah, it, it feels yeah, like we'll there's been so with, many. Uh, anime, um, anime weekend Atlanta. Yeah, AWA just just canceled like here recently. Um, I know some people are pretty upset with uh, you know with how they're how they've worded their um, their cancellation because they're not doing refunds. But you know, yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. I guess so I don't I don't have a lot of info from a you know from from that this side from a you know vendor side of it. Um, what about Cincinnati Comic Expo? That's another one that that just pushed its date. Yeah, you know, Cincinnati was um, Cincinnati was one of those shows that we all knew was going to cancel. Um, you know, everybody knew. Ohio, the governor has said, you know, there's not going to be any large gatherings, and Cincinnati was, uh, you know, they were hanging on. Um, but most everybody knew it was kind of, honestly, it was, you know, it was kind of like dragon. Like we knew that it wasn't going to happen, but man, were we hoping. 
and then I guess, yeah, that one was another one. I, I've, you know, we wanted to do that one this year as well. So that was, like you said, we we're just kind of like crossing our fingers and be like, ah, please, please, and thanks for coming out. Um, Steel right. City. Yeah, that was uh, that was not a surprise. No, either. that one was for um, me. I was not a. Uh, that one I thought, you know, it's the Steel City man. Come on. <laughs> well, there, there, they had been, uh, you know, other events had been working around the, uh, you know, the whole you can't have a convention, so they were turning their conventions into retail events, and it's brilliant. Um, you know, it's a workaround but they still weren't going to be able to have the amount of people that they cram into the show and, you know, be able to space their tables out and everything else. And they postponed it um, to their December show, which is kind of interesting because I think we all know they're not going to have a December right. show either. Yeah. Um, you know, Pennsylvania is still, you know, one of those States that they're like, no stuff is not happening. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Stop acting like it's going to happen. Stop making fetch. Try, stop, stop trying to make <laughs> fetch happen, Carol. Karen. Uh, sorry, I was mean girling it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It, that show, I, I wasn't surprised, but I was disappointed because I really wanted yeah, to do that yeah. show this year. No, I, I mean, I really yeah, wanted to do any show this year. <laughs> so true. Now, um, and then Wizard Chicago was another one. I think that one was definitely one where, like, yeah, that's definitely not happening. We could have called that one months ago. And that yeah, was well, because, and you know, because it wasn't canceled by what, by the city. Yeah, exactly. Wizard yeah. went in and canceled it. Um, you know, man, Wizard's been getting you know raked over the coals about this because they're not offering refunds either. But you know, neither did Reed Pop. You know, neither. There's a lot of conventions that did not offer refunds. You know, you you didn't get a you know a refund from uh, Imaginarium. You didn't get refunds from you know a lot of these anime conventions. But it's Wizard that's getting you know raked over the coals, and people are like, oh, they're going bankrupt. That's why they're not giving you refunds. Oh, they're going to run away with your money. Ah. <laughs> Wizard's been going out of business twenty right. years now. Um, but yeah, the Wizard made the conscious decision because they've been waiting for the city of Rosemont to to tell them one way or another if they could do the show there's a rumor floating around that another show has been given the go-ahead by the mayor of rosemont which i think is hilarious because the mayor of rosemont doesn't have any say so is on that the it's, show you're talking about uh happen in september october uh yeah, yeah. september october yeah okay um That's good the, the rumor is that they've been given the green light um, and that they have no mask restrictions and all kinds of crap, which I think is garbage. And I think it's it's a terribly That's the only flight that I still uh, have booked. <laughs> Actually, no, I take it back. I still have uh, that, awesome con booked. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you know, I, I you know they they said, look, you know, we can't get an answer out of Rosemont. We are going to go ahead and call it because. You know, we, we can't keep our vendors waiting. We can't keep our, our guests waiting. We can't keep the attendees waiting. You know, we don't know what the what the regulations are going to look like. Now, what's going to suck is if, you know, end of this week, the mayor's like, or the governor is like, yeah, we're going to go to stage five, guys. You can have live events. You can do this and you can do that. I would, I mean, I would, I could almost see Wizard going, you know what? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. 
but you know, there's, there's some speculation out there that, you know, they've, they've moved their show to either June or July of yes. next year. Um, and that's interesting because that's, it's really pushing a lot of events towards the beginning of the year. Um, there's some, there's some concern out there that there's not going to be a major show until C2E2 next year. Well, you that's know, what, that's, there's also some concern. That February? Is that February next year? March? I don't even remember. No, that's uh, yeah. that's March. That's the last weekend in March. Um, there's, you know, there's rumors that C2E2 isn't going to happen next year. You know, there's, there's, you know, rumors that people are saying, you know, we're, we're not going to have a, you know, a major show until midsummer. Um, you know, and even then the numbers aren't going to be there. So who yeah. the hell knows, man? Oh yeah. You it know, is March. Think, uh, Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, same weekend as, uh, as Lexington, um, which, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, it is what it is. Chicago canceled. I think, uh, that mention of Lexington brings us into the, uh, the next yep. one, the Huntington, yep. Huntington uh, Comic-Con toy and yeah. Comic-Con. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, one of Jared's shows, Jared from Lexington. Um, I, you know, I forgot about that show. Like, I forgot that it was happening because nobody had really talked about it. Jared bought that show, I think it was last year. Um, you know, and it sucks that he, he's, you know, he just bought the show and yeah, now he's going to cancel. Ugh. It's, yeah. it's like par for the course with basically life, right? Dude, it's so yeah, hard for the course yeah. of life. Like, what can you do? Not a... And then there's one in December in, in Florida, in Orlando. That's that's near uh, Sloppy Taco Palace. But uh, Holiday Matsuri. Yeah, that's, that one canceled. That's uh, that's that's disappointing that's for the anime That's a really kids. good show. I've, we've never done it. Um, we were planning on it this year, obviously. But we've heard from, I mean, I'd say 20 vendors that say it's phenomenal. Not just good, phenomenal. Uh, it's just the yes, tea. Just the tea. They call that the bee's knees. Um, but yeah, that one was a little upsetting because uh, we were really looking forward to that one this year because it's local. You know, we didn't have MegaCon, so we thought that one was really going to step in and make uh, kind of fill some of that gap. But it was not to be. Yeah, yeah. I I was really hoping. Uh... Man, I was just really hoping anything was going to happen this year. You know, I think with with all these conventions canceling, you know, part of my decision to kind of branch out has been, you know, one, preservation of the business. Um, but two, um, you know, just to keep some sort of normalcy going. Because I got to tell you, man, coming, coming and sitting in an empty apartment and, you know, hoping that a show is going to happen is a little like it's a little depressing yeah absolutely i can imagine you know um i i will say you know we've still got um let's see what's uh what's on tap i mean i've got that show in um you know in dallas and then the following weekend i have um i i'm still waiting i'm still undecided i know you guys are doing it um ultracon in south florida um that I'm, I'm on the close. that one's literally 10 minutes from our house so yeah you have a place to stay yes i do um <laughs> you know and i'll bring i'll bring some uh sloppy tacos in my uh in my cooler um man i gotta tell <laughs> you she's like, not kidding everyone i'm really not <laughs> I, I brought sloppy tacos home 
whenever I came back from, uh, from Florida this time. Um, and I, I made my roommate eat one. Um, and she was like, Oh my God, even, even heated up. Those are amazing. And I'm like, I know, I, I, I know. You're welcome. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't just blow hot air about the sloppy taco palace. <laughs> um, no, I, you know, man, you know, there's not a lot, there's not a lot going, you know, we've got ultra con. We're getting to the end. And my, my biggest concern is, you know, now stuff in December's canceling and, What's yeah. next? What's next? January. Well, I mean, there's already some January conventions that have canceled. So I, I'm usually the optimist and I'm usually, well, actually, no, I'm usually the pessimist in my personal life. I'm usually the optimist when it comes to, uh, you know, when it comes to what's been going on, but man, it's starting to get a little scary. It's starting to get a little scary because, you know, looking out people, people didn't take this seriously in the beginning. You know, all of us were, were doing our part. I, I feel like so many of us did our part and, you know, there were some irresponsible people that decided to, to do what they wanted to do. And now we're at this spot where it's like, okay, so now we're grounded again. Yeah. And we might be grounded through March of next year. And I got to tell you, man, if, you know, if, if we're grounded through March of next year, there's a lot of vendors that can't make it there's a lot of people that won't be able to, you know, they won't be able to, to weather the storm. They won't be able to, you know, they might not get through Christmas or they might get through Christmas. Like maybe they get through Christmas and, you know, they're excited. They had some great online sales and they did this and they did that. But then, you know, all of these, these convention fees come due and that's the scary thing, Ryan. You know, no, that's true. That's why. That's why when we talked about the rebook versus refund a couple shows ago, that I was kind of, you know, it's. I feel better. You know, a bird in hand is is better than you know two in the bush. So right. that's kind of why I'm glad that you know at some point it's going to come up where hey, it's paid for. But my, you know, the, the only thing you look at there is it's paid for and the show goes on, but now they get half the attendees. So right like, oh, and that's lovely. i got i gotta say that's a that's it's something that worries me about next year it's uh you know it the the fact that we're not going to have as many attendees and you know some of these shows are raising their prices on their booths right like you you know good and well that you you are raising those prices to offset your uh your losses on the uh, the attendee side yep I they should i yeah they could hit the attendees more than the vendors i think they should do but that's neither here nor there well i think uh i think they've got to they've got to come off of both um you know your the attendees aren't going to have the same experience as they've had in the past and the vendors are not going to have the same sales as they've had in the past so. right right <sighs> all right well you got any uh other words of wisdom to lay on us no i think uh i think this one is uh it is it's got the fork sticking in it already yeah i think we're just going to call this one alexa speaks yes <laughs> and ryan listens um yeah. all right well thanks uh thanks so much for tuning in again everybody and uh we appreciate the feedback we're getting and uh we hope you enjoy the show yeah we'll talk to you soon see you